Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. Let's start as we usually do on a Friday with Aidan Donnelly from Davies Stockbrokers with a look at the business pages uh, on the websites and newspapers. Good morning, Aidan. Good morning, Joe. How are you? I'm not too bad, Aidan. End of the week for a lot of us. Uh, not all of us, but a lot of us. Uh, can we start with um, one of the big stories uh, in all the business pages, and that is the fine from the Central Bank of Ireland given to the AIB group. Substantial. Absolutely. And I suppose we, we've known this has been coming for quite some time, but it, it, it's the extent of it, I suppose, that they, they even managed to, to raise an eyebrow. Overall, they've been hit with a record fine of 96.7 million. And that's made up of eight, a little over 83 million in terms of a penalty and then another 13 million on, uh, of sanctions on e, e, the EBS as well. So when you combine the two of them together, it is fairly, fairly substantial, about two and a half times the regulator's previous highest fi- uh, financial sanction. I find the statement from AIB uh, was was genuinely, it sounded really as if they were uh, apologetic about it. Sometimes uh, companies put out statements kind of along the lines of, I'm sorry that you're sorry, uh, but they seemed really, really um, apologetic and sorry for what they did, given the fact they have received this record fine and they have instituted all sorts of changes, including new bosses and all over the place. Yeah, look, and I and I think when 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 you see that, it's very very obvious because when you then read from the report that came from the the, the central bank, they basically said that you know it, it was fairly damning in, in that they said, look, uh, be withdrew its tracker mortgages uh, and there was no proper regard or concern for the impact on its customers, and there was then a litany of failings where customers were wrongly denied their, their tracker entitlements and and others lost their tracker rates due to to AIB's deficiency. So. When you have as stark as that coming from the regulator, it's very hard to kind of gloss over it and say, oh, yeah, yeah well, we're very, very sorry. But I, I think, you know, we've, we've, we've seen wholesale change across the banking industry in, as a result of this. And, and you know, and the reality is AIB is just the, 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 the current one in, in, in the process to do it, you know. Yeah. Uh, and also, I suppose it looks good that the Central Bank of Ireland uh, is appearing publicly to come down hard on these banks. Not only do they have to repay uh, thousands of uh, mortgage holders in Ireland, but they've now been slapped with massive embarrassing fines. Uh, can we move on to the journal.ie? Median asking prices for houses in Dublin have risen to €403,000. Yeah, this is interesting. I suppose, again, a psychological level, when you get over each of these, you know, 100,000 marker points, it's always very interesting to see. But what they're saying ultimately is the home home buyers uh, in the second quarter were bidding up transaction prices by 6.5% above their asking price. So it's just indicative of still plenty of demand within that market. Um, The median asking price is now uh, nationally 320,000, as you said, 403 in Dublin and and 270,000 outside of Dublin. Um, and I think the other thing that when you when you look at it in in terms of year over year, obviously we're 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 um, we're almost getting immune to inflation statistics year over year inflation statistics. But if you look at the price increase over the year, it has been fourteen point two percent nationally in the last in the twelve months to April, according to the Central Statistic Office. Um, now, obviously, this report is produced by my colleague Conor McQuilla, uh, and he's saying the the twenty twenty two could be a year of two halves with with price inflation. Slow in the second half but 
you know, there's there's certainly evidence there that there, there's plenty of momentum driving uh, the market right now, given the fact that asking prices are, are, are running, are, are you know, uh, contracted prices are running ahead of asking prices. Um, and we should probably see that a little start to slow as, as, as interest rates start to improve and increase uh, from the, the ECB later in, in the next month or two. And also the fact, obviously, that, that inflation will be cutting into people's um savings and into their in, in, into and their, their, their spending power power yeah absolutely. yeah I, I don't want to steal too much of uh, Connell's thunder because I'll be speaking to him a little bit later in the program so well let's move on to the financial times and I mean we worry here about the rising cost of living but in the UK consumer sentiment has fallen to the lowest level since records began and that includes the pandemic two years ago and the financial crash in 2008. Yeah, very, very gloomy uh, report coming through here. And I suppose not not, not surprising, really. I, I think the UK economy is in for some very torrid times over the next uh, couple of years. And it, the first part of this is really in, in, in terms of the, the inflation rate running up at 9%. And look, we've had the Bank of England already come out saying, you know, it's likely it could potentially touch it, it, it with a 10 in front of it before the end of the year. They're going to have to ha- uh, significantly put up interest rates they know that and they know that's ultimately going to put the um, economy probably into a recession in the UK and I think the, the other thing that's interesting from this article they go into some of the details about the court the, the, the finances the government finances um, and with everything that's gone on this year in terms of bond yields moving higher, the, the interest costs on government debt uh, rose by 7.6 billion in May alone. That's up 70% uh, on last year um, and well ahead of what people were expecting. And I think with with the, the, this risk and, and, and bond yields moving higher, that's going to be a big problem. It's going to be also uh, kind of make it very difficult for the UK government to be, you know, trying to, to spend their way out to, to reignite the, the, the UK economy. If the, if the borrowing costs are moving up at this extent, it just takes away from their ability to spend money elsewhere. So it's a, it's a, it's a pretty grim looking report across many, many fronts. Yeah, the, the economic dashboard in the UK, uh, six years on from the Brexit referendum vote, is not looking great at the moment. Um, the Irish Examiner, they have a kind of slightly morbid story. Amazon's Alexa could soon replicate the voices of family members, even those who've passed away. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not entirely sure in this one. And, and, and to be honest with you, the, 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 given, given my ability to get my Alexa to actually do something simple, like turn on the radio, I, 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 I don't know who I'm going to have to get to start issuing commands. But yeah, this is an idea where they're, they're trialing at the uh, uh, a conference in Las Vegas at the minute. And basically, what it, from, from a very short recording, you would be able to, less than a minute of a recording, be able to get, it would be able to mimic the voice of a specific person. And, and what they're saying is it could have wonderful things like, you know, a, 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 a child asking, a young child asking Alexa, can grandma finish the, the reading The Wizard of Oz? And, and lo and behold, uh, out, out will come grandma's voice from it. It's, it's, it's a little bit freaky. My 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 uh, cynic among me would probably say we might get lots of um, school children using this to phone school to say Johnny's not going to be in school today because he's well and and, and not well. <laughs> ah, you see, you're thinking. You're thinking. <laughs> yeah, 
you're, you're thinking strategically there, uh, <laughs> Aidan. Um, listen, thank you so much for helping us with the, with, with the newspapers there. We didn't unfortunately have time for the markets. There has been something of a lull in the massive uh, sell-off, as you know. Um, the Hang Seng, uh, Nikkei and Dow were all up uh, last night, but we, unfortunately we don't have time to talk about that just now. Thank you so much, Aidan. That's Aidan Donnelly, as usual, with Davies Stockbrokers. Uh, Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.